Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation uh, Raiders today. This is our Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm here at the Raiders headquarters in Henderson, Nevada, where moments ago, um, Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly, the general manager and assistant general manager, were sitting right here where I'm at and gave their analysis of the draft. And now it's my time to kind of uh, give you my thoughts on how I thought day one of the draft went for the Raiders. First of all, it was an absolute A. Now we're going to get through. We're going to we're going to talk about a lot of issues, but first of all, let's start with how the draft unfolded. For several weeks, I have said to you the Raiders would not take Jalen Carter at number seven. There was a lot of noise that they would. They were not going to take number seven. Um, a lot of that noise was generated. Um, through the Raiders, obviously trying to generate interest in their pick, but we told you they weren't going to take him. He was not on their board at number seven. We also had told you they had no intention of taking an offensive lineman. Now, I was a little shocked because earlier on uh, Thursday, and it actually started Wednesday afternoon, all of a sudden people were emailing me, why are they taking an offensive lineman? What are they thinking taking an offensive lineman? And they had no intention of taking an offensive lineman. That was that was not the plan. Now, I had mentioned to you, ideally, they wanted to trade. Now, the Raiders could have made trades before the draft to move out of seven. But the problem is, is they, they didn't know how the board was going to fall. And so their price was very exorbitant, which is what it should have been. And they told teams, hey, this is what it's going to cost you if you want it now, but come back later and it may, may be a little bit different, which was very smart of Dave Ziegler. Now, Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, and I know a lot of people are angry with them. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but they're very disciplined men. They're, they're very men who understand the game of football, both on the field and, and in management suites is one with discipline. So they're very disciplined and they knew, let's just wait and see how the board falls. Now, I've been writing for weeks, well, for years, actually, but for weeks, that in the NFL, there's a term called a dude. These are the guys that you just know they're ready to play right now. These are guys that you can pick them and there's no concerns. Now, let's be honest. I do not expect the Raiders to be picking this high on a regular basis. I believe that Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels uh, are going to have the Raiders in a much more competitive position than where they were this year. <clears throat> so when you do pick this high, you got to make sure you get a dude. You can't waste draft picks. <clears throat> and there can't be Damon Arnett's and other uh, epic failures that the Raiders have in their past. Now, having said that, so the Raiders waited and let the board come to them. There were two players in this draft 
that were universally considered among all my NFL sources as dudes, guys that were just, hey, they're solid. Excuse me, take a drink of water. They're solid picks. And that was Will Henderson and Tyree Wilson. I, I've, I've talked about that ad nauseum. So Will Anderson went and should have. And I just want you to know, if it had been Hondo Carpenter making the pick, I would have picked Will Anderson ahead of Tyree Wilson, but I would have been thrilled to pick Tyree Wilson. So either one would have been fine. But as the board began to, to fall, there were some people that made some picks that just didn't make sense. I'm going to be very blunt with you. This was one of the most fascinating NFL drafts that I've ever covered, and I've covered a ton of them because there were so many bad picks. And when I say by bad picks, we don't know if a player is going to, going to um, turn out to be great. Let's use Max Crosby for an example. If the Raiders would have really believed in him and picked him first overall, they would have been trashed as a bad pick. But you look at where he is today and you would have said, wow, they were geniuses. But when I say bad picks is these are guys that people could have got later in the draft that would have been available and they didn't. And so they overpaid. That's what I mean. I mean, any young man that makes it to the league at this level, you're ignorant if you call him trash or, or whatever, but they're bad picks in that sense. I hope that makes sense to you. So let me go a little bit deeper as the draft board begin to unfold. They begin to say to themselves, wait a minute now. We may have a shot here. And as calls came in for that trade, their price was very high. And even though some teams made some really good offers, there was not one offer that they valued higher than a Tyree Wilson. So let me, let me even take you a little bit deeper, if you don't mind, inside a mindset of a Dave Ziegler. So let's just use a numbering system. And let's say that they think, Dave Z, that they think Tyree Wilson is a 95. I'm just only using this as an example. Well, if you're going to trade with me, you better give me a hundred because I already know I'm going to get a 95 with my guy. And so even though people were willing to pay a very high price for that pick, even uh, there was nobody willing to offer them more than what they thought the value of Tyree Wilson is. So he was there and they nabbed him. And let me tell you right now, I'll take all the criticism you want. I'm not a paid employee of the Raiders, although they did feed me tonight tomahawk steak and king crab legs. Thank you, Mark Davis. But <clears throat> I'm not a paid employee of the fan, and I don't lose my credentials if I'm critical. These are professionals. They don't care. As long as you're fair and don't make it personal, they don't care. But what they did is that's an A pick. Now, I want to go in and explain a little bit deeper on Tyree, if you'll let me, please. Will Anderson is a guy who is more developed right now than Tyree Wilson. But Will Anderson's upside, meaning more area to develop, is not as big as Tyree Wilson. And if both reach maximum capacity, the belief is Tyree Wilson will even be better than Will Anderson. Now, when you pick that high, you got to have a dude. You just, you can't waste a pick. And so if I was the one picking, again, I would have taken Will Anderson because you, at, at that, as high as they are, you want to make sure they're, it, it's about right now. Now, they are very content that Tyree Wilson is going to come in and immediately compete. He's going to immediately compete, and he's going to play a lot. He's going to play a real lot. And <clears throat> they're very, very happy. But, man, they love his upside. He is raw. He is athletic. 
He has uh, picture Chandler Jones in his prime, and that's where you see Tyree Wilson. But he's got Max Crosby's relentless work ethic and practice and desire to be great. This is going to really be a lot like um, – I'm trying to think how I want uh, the Pied Piper. Max Crosby's the Pied the Pied Piper, and you've got Tyree Wilson following along. It's very fascinating to watch. So they get him, and he's able to come in immediately compete. Now, let me tell you some things that he does really good. He's big, he's athletic, he's fast, he's long, 35, 38-inch arms, something like that. Now, he has the ability. Make no mistake, he's being brought in to be a pass rusher. But he also has the ability to drop back into coverage. So with his size and his strength and his speed, finally, this is a guy that when Patrick Mahomes is at the line of scrimmage and he sees Tyree Wilson lining up against Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, they're going to have to wonder, okay, is he going to be in coverage? Dear Lord, I, this is the fourth season I've been covering the Raiders. How often have we seen Travis Kelsey go off and it's like, can anyone cover him? <clears throat> now there's that X factor. But he's also able to slide in inside. So let's assume Chandler comes back and has a year like we expect him to. Okay, I know a lot of people have said that Chandler had a bad year, and I think he did too. But dear Lord, the guy in his career has earned the right to have a mulligan season. He's a Hall of Famer. So let's say he comes back better than he was last year, even not as the old Chandler, but if he comes back better, there's going to be downs where they're going to slide Tyree inside. Can you imagine... A three-man rush, Max, Chandler, Tyree Wilson, Katie bar the door. Now, I saw some people, and I don't remember who they were, so I'm not picking on anybody. This is Clee Farrell 2.0. Well, you know what? My daddy used to teach me, better to be thought a fool than open your mouth and prove them, prove, prove your critics correct. That is such a stupid statement. Their games are not even the same. Their upside's not the same. Their production is nothing the same. And I realize some people want to have the big take. Oh, I've got the big take. Well, that's fine. But you look ignorant because they're not. So stop doing that. That gummit Raider fan, you're too good of a, of, of a fan. Don't do that. You can have reasonable takes, but don't just try to have the big take because you want to sound tough on Twitter. Just get out of your mom's basement and relax. But here's the deal. This is a guy that right now come in, comes in, but he's got a higher upside than Will Anderson. And with his work ethic, with his talent, with his character, high character kid, he's going to come in and compete day one. He's going to make everybody better. And this is a guy, now he's going to start at the on the uh, second string because that's the way Ziegler and McDaniels do things. They make everybody earn it. But he's going to earn it. And uh, in the words of Coach Prime at Colorado, Chandler Jones, He's coming. <laughs> and it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to camps and mini camps and OTAs. And, you know, we'll have lots of film for you to watch his development. I'll have that for you. But I want to address a couple other things. Again, I had written extensively. The Raiders were not going to take Jalen Carter. They didn't. I, I, I've talked extensively that the offensive lineman was not the plan at seven overall. So I'm going to challenge you. To don't let things get you wired up, but just pay attention to people who are in the know and give you good information. There's lots of us. I'm certainly not the only one. I'm not trying to pretend that I am. But there's but there's also people that just throw things against the wall because they want you to click. Don't do that. 
You're too good of a fan base. You don't deserve that. Don't do that. But pay attention to that stuff. Now, I tweeted out, if you don't follow me on Twitter, you should, at Hondo Carpenter, at H-O-N-D-O-C-A-R-P-E-N-T-E-R. Again, at Hondo, H-O-N-D-O-C-A-R-P-E-N-T-E-R. About midway through the first round that the Raiders, I I wasn't sure their night was over, and it wasn't. Dave Ziegler being Dave Ziegler, overturning every rock, was making calls, finding out what's the cost to move in back into the first round. Now, here's why. There was a lot of bad picks. Let me tell you something. Like I mentioned earlier, this is the most fascinating draft I've ever covered. There, I don't remember a time when there is this many great prospects on the board. I mean legitimate prospects on the board after round one. That's a super big deal. Having told you that, um, they started making calls and had a couple people that they were talking to. But as the board kept unfolding, it's like, wait a minute, we we don't need to make a move. See, why overpay? See, in the past, you saw the Raiders made, make some really bad decisions as an organization, overpaying. So, for example, I know multiple NFL teams that didn't even have Damon Arnett on your draft board. You could have got him in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. But, oh, no, Raiders went and got him in the first. Dumb. Okay? But I'm just saying to you, Ziegler was smart as he saw the board developing. Nah, we're not willing to pay that price. They were willing to underpay to move up, but not overpay, which is smart. And so they just let the board come to him. So again, I know this. I'm not up on the on the floor where the war room is. I'm I'm down here on the first floor here in the Raiders headquarters. And so I couldn't hear them, but I know for a fact there was shouting and celebrating like it was Christmas morning when Tyree Wilson fell. This organization believes in him. Uh, I believed in him very highly before the draft, and I said it so it wasn't anything. In fact, I even um, did a mock draft early in April where we had him going to the Raiders, and we talked about this is a dream scenario. If certain people fall or the way that they fall, then and it did. And so this was a great pick. Now, coming into mark to tomorrow, I'm going to give you some names. These are not the only names, but Cody Mock, the North Dakota State University offensive lineman. I know the Raiders really like him. Joey Porter Jr., the corner. There are some other guys. Honey, uh, Henry Tuatu, and I know I'm not pronouncing that right. Forgive me. He's from Alabama. He's a really good linebacker. But there's a lot of other great guys. Now, invariably, everyone wants to know about quarterbacks. I am not saying that this is going to happen, but I'm going to tell you, I would not be shocked if the Raiders don't pick a quarterback until day three. Um, There are so many good players left that you got to look and say, okay, if we're convinced Jimmy's healthy, and clearly they are, they wouldn't have given him the money. Hey, we got Brian Hoyer here as a backup. We're pretty solid with Brian there if Jimmy were to get injured again. Then, you know, we got Chase Garbers, but hey, let's go find a guy on day three. And there's going to be some guys, Tanner McKee, possibly, and others, and others, not just him. Then they can go continue to get great players who are impact players. These are guys that they really believe in. So I'm not saying they won't, but I'm telling you, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't get a quarterback tomorrow. I know Raider Nation's frustrated at the losing, and I don't blame you. Now, I said this before, I'm not a fan. I've only met two people in the Raiders organization that I don't like, and neither of them are there anymore. 
this is an organization made up of really good people. And I give the Raiders a lot of credit. They have really filled this building with terrific human beings and people that are good at their job. And I know that you're frustrated, but I would give Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels the opportunity to prove to you whether they can do it or not. It's not fair to them to judge them on the mistakes that you may think Gruden or Mayock made, or even Mark Davis for that point. I know you're going to do whatever you want and you have the right to, I'm not telling you what to do. I have too much respect for you as fans, but what I am telling you is, is day one, I give them an A. I think it was a great pick for Wilson. I think it was great. They didn't trade their pick. And I think it was great. They didn't overpay to move back in. There's a lot of reasons to get an A on day, day one, not just Tyree Wilson. And I think if you're a Raider fan, you got to be really encouraged. Tomorrow's going to be a great day. Keep following me on Twitter. Follow, follow us at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider. And, of course, we're going to have a podcast tomorrow night right after as well. And uh, you can listen to that and get the latest here from the Raiders at the Intermountain Healthcare Facility, the Raiders headquarters. For Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Raiders Today, I'm Hondo Carpenter, also part of the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I appreciate you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. And again, thank you for all you do for me, for listening and watching. You're the best.